Thank you for joining me. My name is LMC. Uh, if you're interested in the cannabis industry regarding business, politics, finance, investment, marketing, branding, legalization, entrepreneurship, all that stuff, pretty much everything. Um, very, uh, a lot of broad outlook, um, trying to give a pretty broad understanding of what's going on and what has already happened in this uh, new and emerging cannabis industry. Right. Um, we're still trying to figure out the right format. We're still trying to figure out what uh, works best. Um, so appreciate anyone that's listening. Appreciate everyone that's subscribed. If you're not subscribed, definitely hit the subscribe button down below. Hit that uh, like button as well. Uh, I really much appreciate it. Okay. So today we're just going to talk about this article in The Motley Fool, written by David Jagelski. Uh, and shout out to Motley Fool, by the way. I love Motley Fool. Okay, so title of this article, as you guys can see, is Here's when Canopy Growth CEO thinks the U.S. pop market will be open for business. David Klein says that federal legalization is on its way no matter who wins in November. Okay, so real quick, let's just think about that, that statement. I, I, I do think, you know, I've talked to more people. I was, I'm a little bit of, I'm a little uh, cynical on this point. I do think that, um, I did think that uh, legalization was going to come a lot. I usually said about four to eight years, four to seven, four to seven years. Um, it all depends on the election. That's what I was saying. Now, this is uh, what the CEO of Canopy Growth, though, is saying is that no matter what, uh, the person that wins in November, it will be legalized. So I do, the more that I think about this, I've talked to more people. I do think that this actually is true. I do think that um, on both sides, uh, no matter what, uh, it will be legalized. Now, depending on the amount of time and what exactly the, is, how is it legalized? Is it just decriminalized? You know, Joe Biden's talked about how he just wants to decriminalize it, not legalize it. Trump hasn't talked anything about it at all. But who knows? Uh, I do think that a second term with Trump, obviously any second term president, they're going to have a lot less uh, restrictions on them or a lot less uh, accountability in a way. So, you know, if you don't like Trump, you know, uh, it could be kind of a scary thing to see a second term Trump, right? But we're not going to get political here at all. Uh, you know, People on both sides have good points, I think, regardless of the politics. But we're just talking about cannabis here. So we're going to go over this article. Uh, we'll break it down and see what we think. Okay, so the one thing that could send pot stocks soaring in a hurry is the federal legalization of, a marijuana, of marijuana in the U.S. If and when that happens, it'll not only be possible for cannabis companies to move their products legally across state lines, but it also could result in a flurry of mergers and acquisitions. Absolutely true. Canadian companies like Canopy Growth are especially eager to tap into the lucrative U.S. pop market. Last year, the company entered into a tentative agreement to purchase multi-state cannabis operator Acreage Holdings uh, for $3.4 billion. But only once, the, only, only once marijuana becomes legal in the U.S. Okay. So real quick. Yes, 
big money it's all like i've I've said this in so many different videos but big money is waiting for an economy of scale uh you don't want a bunch of fragmented markets right because there's some states that have different i mean all the states have different laws around cannabis but uh if you want to effectively run a business in a cannabis market you want obviously more scale you need, you need an economy of scale right and one state a couple states you know those are and plus each state being different with the regulations there's a lot of problems with that so big money people they all are waiting for legalization federal legalization right so that's pretty that's pretty crazy though acreage holdings for 3.4 billion now if you don't know acreage holding is um their company that one of their people on the board is actually former Speaker of the House, uh, John Boehner, right, Republican. Someone that was uh, very, very, very against cannabis um, for the longest time, supported a ton of different uh, anti-cannabis uh, le- le- uh, legislation. And now, once it's legalized, and I'm sure he's going to help push it because he owns, I'm sure he has equity in acreage holdings, He's going to get a slice of that $3.4 billion. Um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. Now, four acreage holdings, though. Let's say legalization takes six, maybe eight years. I wonder, I'm very interested to see what if, for example, acreage holdings worth and value is you know, heightened. What if they expand? Uh, and that 3.4 billion, not to say that that's not a lot of money cause that's, that's a fuck ton of money, but what if it rises? You know, that's kind of a quick thing that popped in my head. So are they set to that amount? And what if things change? Who knows? Regardless, it's a lot of money. I'm sure, uh, they're, they're gonna, you know, be fine obviously, but who knows? There are a lot of things that could change within, uh, depending on the amount of time it takes for legalization. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay, so when that happens, it's anyone's guess at this point, but Canopy Growth Growth's new CEO, David Klein, believes that the day is coming soon. He says that it could happen as early as 2022, and it won't depend on who's elected president in November. Why he thinks it'll happen soon. Klein believes it's only a matter of time until the federal government legalizes marijuana in an interview with Yahoo Finance. Canada Klein said, Every single state that adds cannabis as a legal product puts a little more pressure on the federal government not to make criminals of people operating legitimate businesses. However, he did concede that it also it may also take until 2025 before legalization takes place. Okay. Yes, that will put more pressure on it. I think he is right. It will become a domino effect uh, a little bit. I would always say, though, too, is that uh, that answer right there, too, while it's true, the, the, while it is true that, that, that there's a lot of people that, you know, are going to put pressure on the federal government to legalize it because there's a lot of, you know, people that have been incarcerated, obviously very, uh, with, you know, with cannabis. And that's a ridiculous thing. That's, you know, that's the case. But let's be fucking honest, though. This really will come down to seeing, I mean, they already see it. All these other, all these other states see how much uh, tax revenue they get from cannabis and they're licking their lips let's be honest let's i mean that's that I, I get why he said that uh but it's 
it's it's going to be a it's going to be a whole wide variety of reasons why um and you know that's fine i mean that's i mean i get that but just like for example business being deemed cannabis businesses being deemed essential in this pandemic it has to do with the tax money does not have to do with anything else really um so at the end of the day unfortunately the legislators will always want the money so i just want to make that clear okay let's keep going legalization by 2022 is a long shot at best the best case scenario for the cannabis industry is that the federal government will legalize marijuana uh, legalize medical marijuana not the rec- not, not the recreational market as Klein projects in 2022, there are only 11 states plus D.C. that have legalized pot for recreational use. Compare that with more than 30 that have done so for medical purposes. Legalizing pot recreational use would involve significant legislative progress on cannabis, and that's just not something we've seen up to this point. Even something as simple as, as giving cannabis companies access to banking services isn't an easy win. The Safe Banking Act went nowhere after passing the House last year. Lawmakers recently included it in the HEROES Act, which was deemed dead on arrival and had many Republicans wondering why there was so much mention of cannabis in a stimulus bill. If lawmakers from both sides can't even agree on giving cannabis companies access to the banking system, outright legalization can't be anything more than a pipe dream. Okay, 100%. There are multiple steps, and I've said this before many times, but there are multiple steps that need to occur before we can truly legalize cannabis, correct? So one thing, right? Just like they, just like they mentioned, we need the Banking Act, right? We need to be able to have uh, the Federal uh, Banking Act passed, which would allow the Safe Banking Act passed, which would allow for cannabis to not just be a cash-based business. Um, you know, very few uh, banks, some private ones, will allow for cannabis companies to work with work with them, but not a lot. The main reason being because that they're they're afraid they don't want to lose any of their uh, their special statuses that they have as either a bank, a nonprofit, all these different things. Um, so that's why they stay away from anything cannabis. That's why that's why a cannabis company cannot actually donate to a nonprofit because they're worried that they're going to lose their uh, their their not you know their their nonprofit status, which means they don't get taxed, right? So that's step one. Right. And that's, they've had trouble on that. So that's the whole thing too, is people can say, Oh, no matter what, you know, they're going to legalize it, but there's steps that need to happen before we can even get into that. Right. And I really don't think we should rush stuff in terms of, you know, I don't want to see rush legalization uh, legislation for legalization. Once we have the safe banking act, once we have it, uh, like they're going to say right here, um, as you can see right here. So, Federal marijuana is still a Schedule One substance along with heroin and ecstasy. It would need to be reclassified. So that's the second step, right? Or either one. You could do the Safe Banking Act for, you know, first or, or second. But regardless, you need to deschedule it. You need to pass the Safe Banking Act, right? And then you can start to actually have a realistic chance at legalizing cannabis, okay? So... While they're saying 2020, or that's why that he said that potentially by 2022, he said that it's probably the CEO of Canopy Growth said, you know, it's probably more medical, uh, which is, you know, that's fine, obviously. Um, but a more realistic target is 2025, but by no means a guarantee. 
So that's the thing too, is um, people say, oh, you know, we'll have it legalized right once, you know, Biden is elected or when Trump is reelected. No, regardless of if they will or not, even if they, even let's just say hypothetically they were to, no, they wouldn't necessarily. It would take, it would take like, this is massive, massive legislation uh, that's going to be specified for this, this, this new industry and these new and, and, and the effects and everything that surrounds cannabis. So it takes time for that to be drafted. There's going to be, if, if we see legalization legislation get rushed through, then we know there's a problem because what it's going to do, if it's rushed through, then just like a lot of bills in the uh, federal government, uh, they're written by corporations. They're written by the donor class. They're written by, you know, people that are not, you know, not, not a fair equitable system. And that's one thing I always try to like talk about. I'm a little bit of a hawk on that where I'm like, guys, if this gets, if this gets rushed, if this gets rushed, like we could be in a lot of trouble in terms of the smaller to middle sized cannabis businesses. If it's written by corporations for big corporations, you know, we're all done. No matter what, once we see federal legalization occur, oh, like I guarantee you, we're going to see tons and tons of acquisitions, right? I guarantee you right now, there are cannabis companies out there that are just preparing for and potentially in talks and, you know, setting up deals just like uh, that acreage holds and acreage holdings did. I'm sure Canopy Growth and all of the other Canadian companies are making deals like that right now to set up uh, themselves for being able to purchase those companies. What is smart about Canopy Growth is that they realize that it's not a market to at all be looking at until it's completely uh, combined. It's, a, it's an economy of scale, like I said. Right, so economy of scale is key. You need to be able to have efficiencies and have uh, the ability to scale and drop pricing uh, for your costs, for your for your operation costs. And how you do that is is you scale up. You know, the more the more of something you have, the better infrastructure you have to create that. The the cheaper the cheaper the the product or whatever you're uh, you know starting to sell. So, more realistic target is by 2025. I do think that, yes, that could be the case. Um, but, you know, who knows? We really don't know. Um, this is just another, you know, push by an executive that would benefit heavily from this happening. Um, and, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see because right now, if you were to tell me, oh, we're going to get legalization, you know, next week, I'd be freaking out. I mean, I know there are companies I work with. We would be pretty fucked or we would get acquired for, you know, potentially not as much as we would be able to, you know, if we had a little bit more time, who knows, this will be really interesting. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, investors, they do mention in this investors right here. So investors should focus on the near future. It's tempting to think about the long-term growth opportunities that may exist for cannabis growth and other pot stocks. Once marijuana is legal at the federal level in the U S but looking too far ahead is what got cannabis investors into trouble in the first place and sent the valuations of many marijuana companies to unsustainable levels before they ultimately crashed uh, to the floor when reality set in. That one paragraph right there is so important. Very well written and very uh, to the point because exactly, exactly. Investors, you got to pick winners, not losers, right? That's the kind of the, the end goal, especially with any new industry, right? Because you're going to make money no matter what. Hopefully you pick one of the better performing ones that, that stay around but you want to pick winners, not losers at first, right? But great point. 
investors, myself, my family members, people that I, you know, I, I work with, we've all gotten in trouble. We've all been, oh, cannabis, like, or this is the whole new thing. Like we've been way too early. We have not been patient. We haven't really thought about this in a logical sense. And that's the key right there. We need to be able to do that. Right now it's a bet, right? Just like gambling, this is the stock market. Stock market is pretty much a, a, a more a professional fucking casino, right? That involves businesses all around the world. Um, but if you guess right, if you buy in earlier, if you, if you buy in at the right time where you buy in right at the dip, right before it starts to shoot up and we get federal legalization, then you may be a smart man or woman who knows. Right. Um, but to keep this in mind, um, I do think that in the long run, uh, the amount of tax revenue, the amount of, of uh, economic uh, stimulus that cannabis, hemp, and all this stuff can bring, I think it's going to be pretty hard to pass up for any president, right? Uh, you know, the, like I didn't really mention this in this article, but uh, for a Trump, for a Biden, you know, for uh, legislators across the country, it's going to be tempting and it's going to be hard to uh, not, you know, not take that, that massive amount of uh, tax revenue, right? We're coming out of COVID, hopefully, uh, you know, we're starting to go into a pretty bad recession. Who knows really like the true uh, uh, magnitude of this recession. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I mean, a lot of my family's lost their, lost their job, like, you know, so it's pretty tough for at least, you know, some of the people that I know and, and I've, I've heard a lot of other people too. So who knows, like I said, but it's kind of, it's kind of a guessing game when it comes to investing. You got to pick the right timing, right? Everything you have to make, you know, educated guesses, right? Be educated about it. Anyways, this is uh, the Motley Fool. Uh, I'm going to keep doing more of these kind of articles, uh, you know, a little bit of an overview. Keep you posted on all things cannabis, especially when it comes to investing and legalization. Uh, but anyways, really appreciate you all. Got, uh, appreciate you guys. If you guys made it to the end of this video, definitely hit that subscribe button down below. Uh, go check out my my new podcast I started. It's called uh, the Frame of Flower Podcast. Um, we also have clips on this channel as well. Um, but yes, here we go. This is here's when Canopy Growth CEO thinks the U.S. pop market will be open for business. That's David Klein. And then this was written by David Jagelski. Shout out the Molly Fool. Go check them out too. If you guys are into uh, cannabis investing or any investing, they, they usually look at emerging markets and then have some really informative stuff. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, keep, uh, we'll keep an eye on this and we'll have to see how uh, this election turns out and the overall landscape of potentially legalizing cannabis federally. All righty. Hope everyone has a great day. Hope everyone's staying super safe and healthy. Uh, and appreciate y'all. Peace. And